So on this week's topic, um, we are going to look at the state of the UK government. I would say um, it's been a shambles in the last few weeks. Um, we are going to look into the topic of the sacking of the former um, UK Chancellor, Kwasi, um, the resignation of the Prime Minister, Liz Trust, after their recent mini-budget announcement. We're going to look into what does this actually mean? Um, why were they fired? Do we think it was the right thing to sack the Chancellor? Um, if we were to get that job, um, obviously... Um, Jeremy Hunt has been announced as the new UK Chancellor, but if they were to call us to take that role, what would we have done when it comes to um, the first sort of 10 days? What would we have done? Would we have reversed some of the mini budgets? What would have been our plan going forward? So stay tuned and let's get started. Okay, welcome to episode number 155. How's everyone doing? Let's start with P. How are you doing, P? Yeah, I'm good. I was just looking at Daniel. Daniel might go first. Um, yeah, all good. Uh, for myself, no complaints. Family's in a great space. Um, just trying to fill my potential. Just trying to work. Look at opportunities over the next 12 to 18 months um, in the market. Um, but yeah, all good. All good. I'm actually trying to think of, was there any big event to, to share? Um, but no, we haven't got another child, so there's not a huge event to share. It's still, <laughs> hope, two, still two kids. Not. That would have been, <laughs> been really cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All good. Good. What about yourself, Shuwa? How are you? Shuwa, yeah, well, are you yeah. ever in one place? Lad, yeah, I, just I, feel knew, like I knew, I knew you were going to... Joe, you know I listened to I listened to our I listened to our last episode as well. And Daniel was coming at me about the carbon footprint. You're coming at me now. Just let let a man live, all right? I was in um, I was in um, Sweden for a work trip, and then also had the chance to catch up with some friends and took my wife with me. Wife with a W. Um, but yeah, all all good. Um, back in the UK, we'll be traveling again next week. But it's really nice to actually travel with a significant other now instead of all these uh, solo trips or mm. with friends so yeah it's going good it's going good it adds a different mm. different uh, view to it all mm. i think we should always ask you it's more rare when you don't travel probably should ask you when are you yeah she was he said he, he said to me back in the day he's practice he wants to practice something called flat reps the whole thinking behind it is that top executives they move around the world they get stuff done they're productive so she was just going for a training program of his own. That's all. It's light work. Yeah, actually, just to build on that, that comment, P and I, we had a conversation and um, I get that comment actually sometimes about travel and like managing sleep and all of this stuff. But that's exactly the way that I framed it in my head rather than thinking, oh, this is a lot of hassle to travel. Um, if mm. you look at a lot of the senior execs in these large companies and a lot of them are traveling a lot and trying to manage families and everything on top. So rather than kind of letting it make me tired and be a challenge framing it as an opportunity to train for the for the future and it's actually helped a lot reframing it like that basically yeah soon basically it was too easy for him to be in one place so he, he needed to make it a bit more challenging <laughs> for himself flattered guys but no it's all, it's, all, uh, it's all good and uh i think october specifically is quite a busy month on the travel and then november december should actually come come down a little bit but all good on on my end olu how, how are you doing um, if I'm honest, the last two, three weeks have been just trying to survive, man. It's mm -hmm. been tough. 
um, just work-wise is um, anyone that works in finance knows that sort of this is the busy period where you start to put together your plans for next year. Um, and you've got to go into a level of depth um, in regards to what your strategy for the following year. Um, really stressful, but also I find it very enlightening. Um, I think as you get into Q4, um, the last few months of the year, you've got to start looking forward and say, okay, what do I want next year to look like? And what do I need to put in place right now to ensure that I can hit the goals or um, targets that I set for next year? So I'm doing it currently now for work, but um, in the next few months, I'm going to switch it up and start focusing on myself, my personal goals, and start to put certain plans in, in place. For example, hitting the gym more regularly. I see I see peas on that journey to November 5th. I can't wait for November 5th. Maybe there's going to be some sort of reveal. Um, let's see if there's a before and after yeah, picture. That, 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 re- that, that reveal might need a board of directors approval. No, they, they ain't no, they ain't no, you know, you know what's funny about that, yeah? There'll be, there'll be a very, there'll be, um, there'll be a very short message. And you know, it's funny, the way I'm actually posting it, you would expect naturally that to be there before and after. But I was actually going to mention in the message, I'm happily married. There is no before and after. They'll just be sharing what the journey was about. Oh, mate. That's definitely so a discussion. Now, you don't want to see this work. You don't want to see this work. <laughs> you don't want to see this work. Trust me. Yeah, because on that journey, there was some... Uh... That's a topic for another episode. Your closest friends can sometimes be your biggest distractions and they can deter you from your, ah, from your pursuit. Now I know what that is talking about. Journey. Now yeah, I know what that is talking about. They, they can influence you in such a way that, that you forget about, you can for like five to ten minutes, you can forget about your mission Forget about your vision, minutes. and you, you end are up, happy. You end up, and you end up you indulging. Are happy. You end up indulging. You are happy. What these guys are. Listen, your closest double, friends. Double, double patty, yeah. Double up, yeah. Triple, triple. I was trying to go. I was trying to go. Triple. I think. Um, I think oh, on God. this journey, on this journey, P's taken a few cheat days, um, and there's some footage of these cheat days, and maybe, hopefully, they don't get leaked on the fifth of November. <laughs> some TMZ. Some TMZ thing. <laughs> No, but the no, most I important played. thing is goal goal's been achieved. So I've got two more weeks to go. Um, but yeah, a short message and then we just keep going. Cool. What about yourself, Daniel? How are you? I look how I feel, man. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> that that is that is the honest truth. Um it's been a busy week at work. I was at a conference um, Monday, Tuesday, all day full day so it's the first time in over a year, or in almost a year that I set an alarm to make sure I woke up but I didn't really need the alarm I was up before that but um Monday was a long day then again on Tuesday then back to work catching up and moving things along on Wednesday and I was in the office on Friday so it's been a busy week and then uh, my son's been up since that I've been up like from three o'clock um some mornings and four o'clock and once I'm up I can't get back to sleep so I've then had to be of being productive for the whole day at work, um, some some late evening. So right now it's the weekend. I was hoping, I wouldn't say get in line. I've been up for a couple of hours, but he only just woke up before we started recording. So it was like, I wish I could have slept whilst he was asleep, but that wasn't the case. But yeah, That's it's like the grind, it's the baby. Journey. That's the grind. The the there are no breaks. The breaks for, don't come. For the listeners who can't see P's face, yeah. When Daniel was saying, oh yeah, I was getting up at four or five, 
he was like, I don't see a problem there. That's no, that's no, no, normal. No, no. I wasn't fi- that's I wasn't normal. No, 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 I, was, no, no, no. I normally get up at four. It's different. It's different when you go to. It's different when you go to bed early. But funny. It's the funny thing is when I was up, P hadn't even posted his four a.m. wake up yet. So I was up before mm. that. I was, I was up before the post. Not necessarily up before he was awake, but I was I, up before the post. You guys want to hear something funny? Yeah. I was just actually just thinking what Daniel was saying is just normal. Like that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, yeah. So go you on, know what's go on, funny on. when you say that Daniel about the four a.m. Um, sometimes when I go out for a night out, yeah, and I'm coming back home at like 3, 4 a.m., what I do to mess with P is I send him a message saying, 4 a.m., rise and shine. Let's get it. <laughs> knowing, oh, knowing that P is about to start his day and I'm going straight to bed. <laughs> You've done that once or twice, yeah, and, I, and I think I've responded by saying, all right, cool, let's go. Every but time after <laughs> you say let's go, I'm going straight back to bed <laughs> once you're starting your day. Oh, but anyways, uh, cool. let's get into this week's topic. Okay. Yes. So guys, I think for this episode, before we get into the topic, let's start off with a timeline. So Liz Truss was appointed as the PM on the 6th of September. On the 23rd of September, a mini budget was announced. Now, I'm not going to go into too much detail on this because we did an episode, episode 151, where you can go into the details of what came up in this particular mini budget. Just a a little, a little um, insight. It wasn't mini. Um, <laughs> after that budget, there was reaction by the markets, right? The markets didn't really understand how we were going to fund this tax cut. Later on, Um, On Friday, the 14th of October, the former UK Chancellor, Kwasi, was sacked. Now, this was like 38 days into into his role. He was replaced by Jeremy Hunt. On the 17th of October, Jeremy Hunt came out with an announcement. Now, within this announcement, what he decided to do was scrap a lot of the ideas that were initially plan for the mini budget so around the corporation tax where they were going to keep it at 19 percent, they scrapped that idea in regards to um, getting rid of the 45 percent top tax um, earners um, category they scrapped that they kept a few of the things such as like the income tax reduction by one pence the national insurance the stamp duty and then also the first-time buyers um, incentives that they had. Anyways, moving forward, um, on the 20th of October, Liz Trust resigned. So I think that is the timeline of what's happened to get us to this present day. The first question I want to open up for you guys is, are you surprised that the former UK Chancellor Kwasi was fired? Unequivocally, no, I'm not. I think what we've seen in recent weeks in the the state of affairs in the UK government is absolutely shambolic. It's been a dire state of affairs. I think the situation, even down to Liz Truss being sacked, you could see that her her tenure was untenable. We knew it was coming. I think many people were calling for her to be resigned. We saw an implosion within the Tory party calling for her resignation. But prior to that, and back to your point, Olu, on on Kwesi Kwarteng, he was used as a scapegoat. And what we've seen is there's there's no loyalties when it comes to uh, being in uh, in the House of House of Parliament or being an MP. 
we saw the mini budget and we saw that irrespective of who was to announce such um, a fiscal policy, the market would have reacted and responded in that manner. We then saw quickly because of the way the market responded, they did a U-turn on what they announced. But prior to that, we heard Liz Truss saying she stood by the plan. She said that she was not a quitter. We saw that Kwesi was determined to get that bill approved and to get the buy-in from other members of the Tory parliament, sorry, Tory um, party. There were also conversations he was having with senior execs at top banks to try and persuade them to believe in his plan. And what we saw is the thing, things weren't getting any better. Markets continued to be on a downward spiral. Nevertheless, not to say that this was the, this wasn't the, 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 I wouldn't say the start of it. It was a catalyst and it just spiraled things in a faster way. And when he was sacked, ultimately the prime minister has to make a decision. Who was the person in charge of this mini budget? It was Kwesi. So therefore, unfortunately, he has to fall on the sword. Unfortunately, my guy didn't get to hold the red budget, um, the red briefcase and announce a budget. That's uh, probably one thing you definitely want to do for a chance not of the exchequer. But I'm not surprised he was sacked because ultimately this topic of conversation, this mini budget was going on for too long that ultimately it was the wrong news to be in the headlines. Something had to be done for it to be removed from the headlines to then focus on something else. So ultimately, if the pounders continue to drop, you think, okay, if we sack him, things would normalise and then maybe pick up. We have to take that risk. And that's what they did. But ultimately, him and his team are the ones who were in charge of it. Ultimately, this trust signed it off. There's no way you can expect a CEO of a company or a leader in any in any area to not sign off what has been presented or is going to affect the nation of the the the, the, the country's nation mm. and have big ramifications on the state of affairs in the um, economic landscape and also as a global perception. Ultimately, we're just operating like, operating like an emerging country, and it's just just absolutely diabolical for a lack of a better word i'll pause no, that definitely with the laughing stock of a lot of um nations at this moment what about you guys p just just on that point around nations i actually wanted to sort of add a point around i'm 32 years of age and actually this is the very first time where i felt um not not embarrassed but it's it's like quite down and, and depressed about how the uk looks across the other countries when you travel the world and you're, you, you know, you go to the States, you go to different parts, you go to Asia and you'll say you're from the UK. It has a certain level of prestige that comes with it because of how we present ourselves, how we organize ourselves um, and how we um, speak to the world. And what's happened, what I felt has happened with everything Daniel's mentioned and this just sort of being a diabolical show. And it's we've now become almost like a, a laughing stock to the other countries, especially European countries. Um, if you couple that, obviously, with the Queen passing away, it's, it's, it really hasn't been a great period for um, us as UK British citizens. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's it's, 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 it becomes, other countries are looking at us thinking, these guys don't know what they're doing. And it's the first time I've ever experienced this. It's funny you say that, um, P, because I've had friends that live in the US said, um, message me saying, oh, I might come to the UK for just a weekend and just splash some splash some yep. money seeing that your pound is dropping and i'm like damn it's 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 um i would use the worst word embarrassing right i think i can remember 
three main moments, right, where I felt embarrassed. Um, I'll say Brexit and the decision there in Brexit, I would say, was one that made me feel embarrassed to be from the UK. Um, everything that went on with the wind rush recently, and then I would put this as the third time mm. that I've been extremely embarrassed. Um, what about yourself, Shua? Are you feeling the the drop in the pound or anything whilst you're international? What's your views? Uh, just, I mean, just on that question, it's actually a good time to be earning in, income in another currency. So actually, in that case, it's not too not too bad. But I think um, just building on some of the points discussed, and also just to give the maybe the other perspective on it. So th this is something, especially the the politics, is, it's a common conversation topic that I think we all have with friends. And I think the last month or so, I've been able to travel with friends from different countries so um recently when i went to australia i had a, a friend in this group that was from italy and another guy who was from brazil i have conversations very often with <clears throat> a close friend of mine sadi who actually listens to the podcast who's from france and then friends from america who are on the course at, at cambridge and was actually i don't know if it's reassuring or not but everyone actually has this particular view on their partic particular political system so if you speak to someone from Italy, they think, okay, what's going on there is a complete shit show at the moment. And the fact that they're changing prime minister all the time is really tough. In Brazil, they have someone who's very right wing, who's pushing almost like a Trump-like character. And then in France, um, the government doesn't have a majority there. So a lot of the legislation that they're trying to put through is not going through. So I'd say it's definitely a tough time to be in the UK at the moment. But I think in context... Broadly, the political class in a lot of countries is not what it used to be, or it's it's at least not perceived what it used to be mm. as good anymore. And I think growing up, there were elements where if you watch a conference and you listen to what the prime minister is saying or the chancellor is saying, at that point, you don't really have many other information reference points because you just take what they say as, okay, well, that must be true. But now, of course, we live in an age of social media. We live in an age of information flowing. We live in an age where analysis is being provided almost in real time to these announcements. I think this is just amplified when people that unfortunately aren't capable of doing a particular role, like the chancellor, for example, it's, it gets found out very quickly. And then the market reacts to that very quickly as well. So I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a lot of elements. I think for me personally, it's difficult to say because politics is such a difficult job. It's something that I probably wouldn't be able to do. So for the people that are putting the hat in the ring to go in there, there has to be an element of they are in the arena. So let's see what they can do. Yeah, true. Um, But I think unfortunately at the moment, a system overall doesn't seem to be working in a lot of countries. And now with information flowing in real time, you get caught out very quickly in case you make some mistakes or multiple mistakes in this case. No, sure. Yeah, I and think I think sure. I think it's great that you, you took a step back and gave us the global pers um, perspective in terms of this is not just something happening in the UK, right? The other people in other um, countries feel the exact same way about their political state. At that particular moment, um, P, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was actually going to say. I think. I think. Um, you know, one of the things that comes to mind. We talk about the resignation of, or um, Kwasi was fired. Um, historically, we've had a relatively good reputation of making decisions around public finances. Mm -hmm. And when I look at what's happened in the last forty to fifty days, you ask yourself, how could you get it so wrong? At some point, you would understand implications of a mini budget. We said on the last episode that great ideas, wrong timing. Timing is everything with what you announce and how it plays out. And I'm sure it, like this would have had to gone through a series of people and it would have been vetted. Is this going to be the right thing now? And how is the pound going to react? And how are these? So it's, it's, they, they, they took a bet. Um, but I, I'm, I'm surprised it went as left as it did. 
um but given given it, given our our brains and given you know given the level of education that we have although it doesn't always translate into common sense but you but i think historically we've, we've done a decent job in making decisions around public finance but p i think um and i always have this saying common sense is not always common mm-hmm. right and you highlighted a few a, a good point whereas this should have been communicated around and in my mind it feels like it was in a silo it was a surprise because you saw the reaction of the bank of england when this was announced right yeah. and i feel like this was created in a silo not looking at the implications and the time that we're currently in because anyone knows if you're in an inflationary environment the last thing you should do is put more money into the economy it's just going to continue to inflate so i would say for me him being fired um i'm going to try to take that up even though i agree with him being sacked right I do believe you need to give someone also the opportunity to clean up his own mess, right? I think you could have given him sort of another two, three weeks to come up with how is he planning to fund this particular um, tax break, if it's through taxations of businesses, whatever. But in my mind, it's I felt like it was wrong firing. It was a scapegoat, like Daniel said, right? It was It was like you sacked the person that stood out there and gave the announcement of a plan that everyone sat together in that room in uh, to decide outside of the bank of England, etc. But I guess I would move forward and let's imagine we received that phone call and we were appointed. Wait, 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 but Oli, sorry, yeah, Oli, sorry, before we, before we move on, yeah, I think yeah, what you're saying is a lot. I think yeah, let's not steamroll the conversation. We need to slow down a bit. So with with I, I hear what you're saying about, you know, I know you're you agree with what we're saying, but maybe Quasi should have been allowed some more time. He tried to un he tried to unravel and, and do a U-turn on what he initially proposed. Mm. Then if he was given more time, unfortunately, I don't think we're in, in an environment where people you in have such the time. leadership positions have that time Mm-mm. to try and write their rules. But also, if a man is unstable in his ways, multiple mm. times, he can't be trusted. Because if you're proposing mm. something that you fully back, that you really believe in, you now come and backtrack on that, mm. and then you want to go again, you lose you lose credibility very, very quickly. And in this environment where social media and people are on the sidelines to pick up everything you say, mm. unfortunately, you're not going to last. He, and so, yeah. He's the face of the wrong budget at the wrong time. Yeah. And it just, it just, we've seen it in the corporate world, right? It's the exact same thing. You don't have time to clean up your shop. You have to go mm. because people are looking to you, to what Daniel said. If he came out and actually announced a budget that was the best that the history the mm. country's ever heard, you'd say, well, his face is behind it, so I can't believe it. So now credibility becomes a big issue. One thing I'll quickly say, and then I'll go to you, Olu, is um, there is there's quite a strong sense around the the... I liked what, you know, Rishi's um, plan was because ultimately it led to you have to basically rise, increase taxes in order to pay off what we've actually mm. printed. And it seems to become a situation where two parties are fighting and trying to win as opposed to what is right for the country to win, right? Because the mini budget ultimately was just the opposite of what Rishi kind of wanted to um, put forward. Mm. So it, it was almost like, to your point, done in silo, so strong-minded and narrow-visioned in terms of let's mm. go with this because we can win. And then, and then it leads to um, a catastrophe. Um, so, so Daniel and and I think I agree. I'm just trying to take the other. Yeah, end sure. Of this, no, right? I know, I know, but, I know. Yeah. But I think in regards to 
given him time. And the reason why I mentioned that is there's a difference between being strong headed and wrong or being ready to take in new information and adapt and change. So the reason why I say that is my, my, me looking outside in seems like he put together the wrong budget for the time that we're in. I think we all agree with that. And that's, After, a, major, that's, a, that's a major problem. That's an issue. Yeah, that's the, that's an issue. But Daniel, time. you can argue. Game so, over. Wait, wait, you guys can argue. Let's argue about what happened in terms of... A verbal warning. <laughs> so what happened in the US in regards to them giving all the... Um, stimulus packages. The, to the... Yes, yeah, stimulus packages, right? Mm -hmm. You could argue also that was the wrong decision. Now, I... I, the way I look at this is nothing is either hundred percent wrong or hundred percent right. But how did the markets? Certain, how did the markets react to that? And this is the problem, right? Because now we're in such an age where the market dictates how if something is good and bad. In regards to the plan, there were so many things in there that were helping some of the people in the lower band. For example, the energy cap, right? Yeah. The energy cap saying that I'm going to give people the peace of mind for two years to be able to not worry about it. Now that's being scrapped in six months six time. Months. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be scrapped in six months time. It's going to get really cold. And now we have zero understanding on what that is going to mean for the price. Now the markets will never want any sort of interventions by the government, making sure prices are fixed. It believes in the free market. Me looking out in, outside in and saying, Hey, is it the right thing to make sure that, people have some sort of certainty in regards to how much the energy prices are. Yes. So, okay. What's you, yeah, go on. Um, when it, the mini budget in effect led to the UK economy crashed maybe once or twice after that mini yep. budget announcement, if it wasn't for the Bank of England's intervention. Correct. The last thing you're worrying about at that moment in time is energy prices and caps. It's, it becomes a... Do you think that's a, right or wrong? A micro... No, but what I'm saying is, you know, we're going back to this point around, was it the right decision to let him go? That entire team, cabinet who announced the mini budget led to the UK economy tanking. If the Bank of England doesn't intervene, it's, it's we, we, let's talk about pensions, right? Because there's billions as a gap there, as opposed to this energy crisis cap, which yes, was a nice idea before, but when, but when the series of events took place after the, after the announcement, you've now got to go back to what's the bigger ticket items. And I would say, given as, as, as important as it is, it's not as significant as everything else. Mm. We've got an issue with pensions. The pension issue is not because of the UK Chancellor's announcement. That is an underlying issue in terms of how the pension things are structured and the guilts and everything is a complicated topic. Um, there, yeah, but that's, but that's, but that's that was triggered. England, bro, that was triggered because, 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 because of, the Bank of England had to intervene for the next 15 days to, in, to inject... Was it forty-five billion? Or, so it's, or, or it's, a, it's, a, it's a domino. It's but a if domino you understand effect. the reason, the reason is a domino effect. But the reason I always say, let's say for example, I build a house that's not stable. You take out one brick, do, 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 it all tumbles. The reason is tumbling is not because a forty-five. Let's not get it twisted. It's not a forty-five billion tax cut that is causing this whole house to fall down. It's the whole structure of how pensions are built. Um, what they're backed against, all of those elements is what is, if it was a firm structure, 
a 45 billion tax cut would not make it crash. I think yes. the, go on, go on, sure. Yeah, just to, to, to add, and I know all of you, it's, it's actually great for discussion to have this um, other viewpoint, but maybe also for the listeners. I think it's it's less so probably what the announcements were. So also, I think, in terms of how he came across and did it. So I think oh. taking over the role, um, firing some of the most senior people in the Treasury, for example, like what? like firing some of the people who maybe would have different opinions on policy doing that already on day one i think this sends a signal to the market i think mm. also if you're coming into any particular job even if you imagine it's your personal finances and you're telling your household right guys so i think we should spend x percentage more money mm. as a household on these things oh but how are we going to fund these or we're going to fund these off credit where interest rates are just going to continue to go up as well mm. And if someone says, okay, well, if we're doing that as a plan, how are we going to, you know, sustain that in the future? And then someone turns around and says, okay, well, don't worry about that. We'll figure that out later. I think there's already credibility coming into the question. The the last sentence that you said, I'll figure out later, is the part I'm saying, he said, I'm coming up with a plan, right, of how to fund this. And again, I believe the announcement was wrong. I've said that on the previous episode. I believe personally, should he be sacked? Most likely, I'm gonna say that. Should have been but, I'm saying, but I'm saying, <laughs> if I rather, I would have sacked him if he was. I would have sacked him if he was like, nah, I don't care what anyone is saying. This is the right way to go. Versus the perception I had outside looking in was that he realized that okay, the markets are reacting to these issues because of X, Y, Z, and he was coming out with a plan to say. How am I going to fund this? And either it's going to be a tax on corporations, etc. Et no, 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 no. no. I think, I think, I think this is, and, and when I say when I say it should have been sacked soon, it's not about anyone who's the face of this mini budget that causes the series of events that happen should go. It's it's not, yeah. you know, it's not a black and white thing. It's not oh I like him because of this or his background. None has been to do with it. What's best for the country? And um, go ahead, Dunning. Even I was going to say, Olu, I, I I disagree to some degree because mm. I think he would have fully backed it if the markets didn't react. He fully, he would no, have but fully I'm saying reacted. after the market reacted, yeah, he, it wasn't he, like he was mar- stuck. Okay. After the market reacted, he had to react because all he did was buy exactly. himself a few more days. Because he knew if he didn't if he didn't do a U-turn, he would have been gone that same day. So him <laughs> turning I, it around just bought him an extra few days. And yeah, because but I'm saying he was flexible. Yeah. Daniel, what I'm saying is he's flexible to the response <laughs> that he's flexible. getting from the market. Because if Daniel not being flexible, Did he see, flexible. not being flexible, when he announced it on the Friday after Friday morning at nine thirty, he was smiling, smiling yeah. from from pillar to post in the House of yeah. Commons on Monday morning, tanking. Mr. Yeah. Speaker, he must, Mr. Speaker, he must have been. Um, what I'm saying is on Monday, Daniel, if his reaction was still, "Hey, I'm sticking with this. This is the it right was, thing it was. to do." It was. No, he was going what, to banks. For Monday, he was I still back in it. It was I, later in the week. I know, drove him what, out, man. I think <laughs> what I under- and we can move up. forward. We can yeah, move forward from it, right? But I think from what I understood was that he was looking at what was going to be the solution there. But I think we've answered that. We all Let's, agree that this is. We all agree got, that this is the I wrong the call. plan. Oli, you got we all the call. agree that this is the wrong plan. If you guys were to get that call, in regards to, you're now the UK Chancellor. Yeah? After after kwasi uh, has been uh, fired. After he's been fired. Okay. What would you do? Let's start with P. What would you do? Am I going for all my plans? Or I'm just going to name you one. You've just been announced. I've got a big package. I need to... <laughs> no, I think we can go around. Um, I think the, the very first thing that comes to mind is is a is credibility. You have to re- try to restore some form of trust with the public, um, and not only with your public, with your G7 peers and also the world, because you you can't, I think, come out and 
make out like you haven't made a mistake. So I think the first thing I'm trying to do is own up to the fact that we've made the wrong decision. I don't know if we do that well enough as a parliament. Um, and number two, um, use, talk about credibility and trust, right? And we, we're going to take some time to come up with a plan. That's the very first thing I'm looking to do, as opposed to um, coming up with some ideas. And I'll come on, I'll come on to some more I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, Mr. Speaker, I'm going to challenge you there. There isn't enough time. You have to come up with something immediately. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, please. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. This is not a my, okay. My very yeah, my very first okay, my very first move because of how much money we printed in this short space of time is um we're going back to the original plan. I think that was there with regards to raising taxes across um, income and also corporations. Hundred percent, you have to do that. That is a lever you have to pull in order to tackle what we've done. In order to tackle what we've had to print. That's my first. That's one of my first announcements. Okay, Daniel Olushua. So you're gonna. So let me just get that right. Yeah. First, am I going is, through my entire list? Go through your list. No, no. I, 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 I don't think it should be the full list. I think it should be, for example, your new new what um chances been announced. You, like, new yeah. chances been announced. You're gonna have an announcement at 10 a.m. And what are you saying? Your five minutes. So yeah, I'll be, I'll be like people. What's the, the, what's the two top? things you said was you're gonna own up to the mistakes that were made, get back credibility, and then the second announcement is we're gonna raise taxes. Or is the okay? What about yourself, Daniel? Me. You've been announced. You can even excuse me, sir. Then, are you, are you related to the previous UK chancellor? Uh, are you guys? Are you guys related? What's your plans? What are you going to bring? What are you going to bring to the so, table, sir? I'm tell me that Daily Mail going to put a picture of Quasi <laughs> as they announce me. Yeah? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I think three pronged. I think first thing you need to do, acknowledge that what's been announced is wrong. Mm -hmm. Into going to inject uh, positivity and trust into the markets also globally with your peers and also on the, the global forum. Third, I'm going to strike that 45p tax, put that back in. I'm going to not put a cap on energy bills because right now you've got to, you've got to, Correct. it's, oh, it's, not, it's, 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 it's basically, I'm going to remove, in, I'm going to read the cap. In effect, the cap. It's, it's a reverse of the mini budget. You're, you're making yeah. all those announcements in that five minutes. Yeah. Yep. Because what I'm making, I'm making those announcements. It doesn't prevent me from November making announcements that I want to put in place long term mm. because okay. ultimately, immediately I need to put back um yeah trust into the markets what you're for doing the sterling and then in november and sorry october sorry so november that's been brought forward now then you can announce what your plans are so daniel when you say you're going to scrap let's take for example the energy bill yeah, yeah? immediate effect Imme effective immediately you mean yeah what what's removing no 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 the I'll, mini, I'll, I'll give you time I'll give... <laughs> yeah, it'll okay. be either january or april it depends of course january april it's not going to be from today no 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 Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So let's go to let's yeah. go to Shua and Olu. Let's go to Shua and Olu, and then because we'll st we'll keep going around. There's more ideas. Yeah, yeah. Shua, what about you? So I think on on my side, I think the top three things that I would say. So I'm also assuming that I'm a conservative. Okay, I'm a conservative chancellor. You're whatever you want to be. It's got to be conservative. It's got to be conservative. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah to, to, do, to do like a proper role play on it. So I think the three okay. things that I would do would be one is to have a very honest conversation with the with the UK public in terms of where we are. And also, I think, alluding to P, uh, P and Daniel's point, really about the credibility. So for that credibility element, I think it's worth recognizing that there should be an apology to the general public. I'm not saying we individually need it, but I think generally speaking, because of the shit show the last few weeks, I think an apology is something that will ground it into reality straight away and recognizing that things should have been managed better. I think also I would be very clear in terms of 
before going into the the financial cuts and increases etc that we're going into why is it that we're doing it and essentially we're doing this because during the last few years during the pandemic millions of people have been supported through furlough through vaccinations through many other initiatives now of course it wasn't perfect as a country but no country around the world has been perfect at it because we, a lot of it we were having to do it as we go through a a emergency situation so that's a reason why we have so much that we need to pay for and ultimately with all debts they need to be paid and the UK has always been recognized as a country that manages its finances and we're trying to get back to that reputation so i think that'd be the first thing the second thing is um is really to prioritize managing inflation and getting this under control as soon as possible so that the targeted approaches that we will take the priority will always be to in the short term manage inflation and while managing inflation giving relief to those impacted i would actually keep the energy subsidy but reduce it down to 6 months as um hunt has done mm. but the tax increases should come back into play mm-hmm. but then this will be the last point the last point is to really frame a reason why we're doing all of this this isn't so that we become a high tax country and economy for the future ultimately we do want to grow we have opportunities to grow there's areas that we can grow in from startup ecosystem to fintech to a uh, green energy all of these areas so let's try and get through this period during the next year two years but once we get through it we'll be in a much stronger position so those would be the three yeah. elements that I would look at and and i think just to just to i think great points from sure i think what's also important in, in this communication is to maybe spell out the short term long term plan Mm. A lot of what came out in the mini mini budget I think it's something that people can look forward to at a later stage but you have to start working on you have to tackle the the amount of money we've printed and you've got to do that and you've got to use the levers like like tax for example or increase increasing taxes so I think if you can give that to people you've you've restored credibility and trust you've given them a short medium tactical plan right now and there's a prop there's a in a way a promise to the future that we can look forward to maybe in the UK not a promise but you market. can kind of you can at least kind of a, outline right exactly you put anything you put out into the market the reason why I became people would yeah i know they start you, yeah yeah the, you you put that into the economy and you put that economy. into the calculation Random. it's like yeah. if i say in 10 years time i'm going to give you a tax cut of whatever etc is now you're held to that particular day and it's also it. put into the economy um, economics um i think on my side i think we've all mentioned the first thing is own up to the mistakes of what um previously was announced make sure that you gain credibility and the way that you gain credibility i think one is you need to give people a real education on like um shwal said how did we get to where we are right now right and make people understand that look there are tough times ahead right mm. i think people think that there's going to be some magic way of solving the inflation recession etc that this is just going to happen and everyone's just going to be happy unfortunately that's not the reality of it there's going to be some pain somewhere now in my my personal opinion is any country any civilization should be judged based on how it treats the people at the lower end of that um society and i think the reason why previously the uk has been as great as it is is because of certain things that have been put in place such as the NHS etc to protect safety nets to protect the people at the lower end of the economy so Compared to the for US me, and other countries yep versus uh, US yeah. cuz if we get into a free market where it's like everyone fends for themselves we're turning to the US you go to the hospital you don't have health insurance and they don't look at you right so in regards to me personally 
I would make sure that there's a safety net around the lower end of them. So what I mean about that is going to be an energy cap. Now, the energy cap, I believe, I would keep that still there for for um, two years. Now, maybe I would have put a little bit more thought into that particular energy cap, whereas it's based on your salary, right? If I'm earning 100, 200K, the energy cap is not a big deal. Like I can afford to take that burden. And I've got to make it clear that there's going to be people that don't agree with you cap. there. Don't agree with you there. Let me just say my point. Speak up. Can, let, yeah, go on. Let me. So I believe that there's certain people that can carry the burden for because someone has to carry it. And like I said, the people at the bottom end, I'm going to look to protect. So in my mind, I'll keep the energy energy cap for two years, give some sort of stability, but I'll have a little bit more intelligence into that where it takes into another criteria where it looks at the person's salary or income coming into the family to see if you qualify for that energy cap. In regards to the reversal, I will reverse everything they said in terms of the free money, especially to the, to the top end, etc. All of that stuff is getting reversed um, yeah. out. Um, and then the taxations that I will put into place will be around corporations. Corporations will have to pay more taxes. Businesses will have to pay more taxes, especially bigger corporations. Because what's happening right now that people are not really talking about is a lot of corporations are actually feeding into the problem of inflation. And I think a lot of you guys have worked in certain businesses, but companies are just increasing prices, increasing prices, increasing prices, increasing prices. Sometimes when you look at the earnings and the margins, their margins are not getting eroded anywhere. And they're just using the, the, the time that we're in to say, this is the best time hyperinflation to capitalize mm -hmm. on that increase and increase margin. They need to be taxed in some way to put that back into the government. So for me, those are the three things that I would do. One, yeah, like everyone's mentioned, credibility, making them know we made a mistake, tough times ahead. Second, protect the people at the lower end of our society. We have keeping the energy cap, making sure that they, no one should ever question shelter, heating in terms of being able to keep your home um, warm, and then having food to eat. And then on the third part is. There's going to be tough times ahead. Unfortunately, the people at higher end have to carry that burden. Yeah. No, I think I think it's. Um, I just wanted to share a couple other elements that I would um, haven't flushed out, but I would try and find the way to articulate and get across. I think I think and maybe not immediately, but to Daniel said in November there's another announcement that will come. The one of the things I'll try to focus on is I think the I think the success of of you have to figure out a way to how to you can actually engage with the, the public. And I think I think it's about time now that we are able to get through to the younger generation because they are the, the leaders of tomorrow. So it's it's about finding a way to spell out a plan that that or engage with the younger people up to say 35 and 40, mm -hmm. engage with younger people and, and spell out plans that speak to them. The second thing I would try and do is make it very clear in terms of how I'm going to do a resource allocation across public spending. So talk about how much we spend in hospital NHS, how much we spend in social housing, social protection, and share what the thinking is around where we want to invest more. Because I think that helps give people an understanding of where we see more opportunities or what we're actually trying to focus more on. And the other element is talking a lot, to bringing a, the conversation about trading, right? As we're now in a position of the Brexit, uh, we're not bound to the European single market laws, we're open to trading with other countries. And so 
we don't produce enough within the UK to be able to do everything in-house and be that independent as of right now. So I would try to talk a little bit about maybe some trade ideas and that can give some you know, promise to a brighter future. So those are just some elements that would also try to feed in to a speech at some stage. Young people, allocation of resources across public spending, um, because we may need to cut in some areas and ideas about trading. Anyone else have any other things they will bring? Go on, Dan. Sounds, like I've, got, bring... sounds like I've got the job. Depends how many days you want it for. Because anyone can get the job. It's about staying in the job. <laughs> they don't want another shortest. <laughs> shortest. <laughs> New record. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone breaking records out here. No, the, the one thing I was going to say is, you know, Kweisi announced the, 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 remove, the removal of the cap of bank, bankers' bonuses. And the, ultimately, that's also back. the. I don't know if that's back actually. That's one thing I'm not sure it. because I know the, they didn't scrap it. They kept it. But, but but I can understand why they kept it because ultimately, if you're removing the top earners' um, tax tax um, tax amount, is it allows them to retain such bankers and companies within the UK. Because of Brexit, we've seen a lot of banks and others move their headquarters overseas to other European cities or remove their headquarters from London and a lot of the staff moving. And ultimately what happens is when you move those top earners is you get less money into the economy. So they had to do something in that. And I understand why Kwesi did that. And I understand why he removed the, the cap on bankers bonuses. It's because ultimately their people will move abroad. They'll move to other parts, they'll move to other parts of the world where the tax rate, the tax rates are much lower and they can have more um, net income. Sorry, more, yeah, more net income as opposed to what they get in the UK. That's what's that, one thing know, I wanted to make. When, when the pound has tanked the way it tanked, are, are bank bonuses even, do they even come up in terms of numbers now? Because now we're looking at actually ranking and tiering um, significance in terms of, of, of value, right? So pensions... Well, they, 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 they're, still getting, they're still getting the, they're still getting the bonus. Don't worry about that. They're still getting the bonuses. So, you, Danny, you're saying you... I mean, how many billions are we talking about? Or you think that that's well, a good idea? No, I think, I think they need to keep that. They have to, they have to keep that, the move of the cap to keep and attain retain talent but wasn't that one of the big reasons we got to what no we so, so the, it was a removal of the back no there was two things there was the the bonus and then there was the water by yeah, oh. yeah so i'm saying the bonus should stay as it is as as in sorry the the the, the mini budget announcement on bonuses where there's no more cap i think that has to stay if the 45p so let me get this right sir you want to you want to do the energy cap to six months but let these rich bonus, um, the bonuses for bankers stay. But, but why do everyone say rich bonus? Like, do they not work hard for the money? Like, we all we all just think that like, they're just in a group. No, like, but it, but it's, but then it's that like footballers as well because it's like, yeah, I'm not saying that it's not. But it's beyond that point though. It's about it's about how attractive are you making it for for that sector? It's not. We're not in, talking in about like people because if you talk about people that earn a lot of money now, you're you're, you're like. I know it's like a child pointing in fingers. It's it's the I think the conversation is more about how do we stop people from going to Frankfurt and setting up a, a base there, and how do they stay within the London and build out? So that's kind of that's kind of what I do recognize. I agree. I recognize that, but you're trying to tell me your announcement is going to be, hey, we're going to try to keep people here by allowing them to make more money on bonuses, but you know the well, area that's going to uh, the area that's going to move the needle more people. is by taking away this cap 
and like I'm not I'm I'm saying you could decide to do both of them. I can decide understand I'll, you saying I'll, I'm gonna I'll, do I'll both just, of them. I'll just but be, doing I'll just one of the other is yeah. No, 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 I'll just be a true politician. I won't men- I won't mention about changing the cap. I'll keep it as it is and I'll mention the other stuff because as a politician, you don't what 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 is it what's understood hasn't got to be explained. <laughs> you point I, out I what think, you want to point out and you leave and then you say what you want to say. So that's yeah. what I'll do. I think there is I think there is benefit in what you and Daniel said, um, Daniel and Pebilo said in regards to, you got to figure out how do you um, bring work back into the UK and make sure that um, it's competitive environment. It's competitive environment. I think the way you do that, right, for me personally, is just bringing back innovation back into the UK. So if it's, you got to figure out ways to either, you're going to fund certain projects, if it's in certain areas, whatever, et cetera. Um, but that's the best because just I'm with you. No, I'm there. with you. I'm yeah. with you. We're talking short term really, tactics. Yeah. But I think um, yeah. we've mentioned a lot of good points in terms of what we would do. I think I think all four of us had pretty much the same idea in terms of credibility is the first thing in which we needs to be put back into place. Um, I think the second thing that majority of us said is that there needs to be some sort of reversal in terms of just the free money the tax cuts that's been done um some more than others um and then the last one is okay how do we sort of grow the economy get more cash money back into the economy okay just to close up i think the last question before we wrap up um yeah i think i think i've got the job and i think they need to pay me one hundred and fifteen thousand pounds lifetime allowance like uh liz truscott that's that's only for prime ministers um p will pay you in um We'll pay Hello. you in bonuses. And under, I like the sign of that. Under your I like the sign of that, that pension. We'll pay you under <laughs> bonuses and under under your rule, it's been capped. So you won't be able to get the full amount. But anyways, for the listeners, um, just a last question. I think because it's very uncertain times right now, a lot is moving around. For the listeners, what is some of your advice that you would give people in the UK living right now in terms of investments, outlook, how to sort of navigate during this uncertain time? You're only in a recession if you allow yourself to be in a recession. Deep. So focus on yourself, invest in yourself, focus on the opportunities. Um, and I'm not even talking about money. I'm just talking about how you protect your own, your family, your state of mind. Not everybody is going to experience a recession in the UK. So there are opportunities uh, for many people. And um, don't invest too much time into politics. Get enough information and then turn it off. Um, and that's my advice. Cool. Daniel. Pete is actually saying, act, act like an owner. Um, okay. I would say have a diversified portfolio. I think that's key and important. Nah, come on. Don't get me started on that. Sorry, Daniel. Go ahead. I, I won't get you started. I'm speaking, I'm speaking that term. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Um, no, I think it's important to have a diversified por- portfolio, but I also think there's a lot of noise. I think when anything like this happens um, globally or within the UK, there's so much talk. And uh, something someone says is you should treat the news like, like sugar. Take it in small doses, because if you take too much, it's not good for you. So I think you have to be very careful about what you listen to, who you listen to, and how you make your own decisions. Of course, get enough information to make an informed decision but also be cognizant that there's a lot of information out there. Some of it good, some of it bad. Um, I'll go in and I'll pass it on to Shilwell. Um, 
on my side, I would say control what you can control um, in your in your life, right? There's a lot of factors that you just cannot control. You can't control what interest rates are going to be tomorrow. You can't control who's going to be in charge of the country. You can't control what tax cuts you're going to get or what tax you're going to have to pay. All you can control is your individual life and your personal circle. Now, in regards to that, and again, not financial advice, but what I am doing in this particular moment is, one, figuring out different ways for me to make certain incomes. So if that's through my workplace, if that's through starting my own business, if that's learning a particular trade, that is one element of it. Second, be careful of my um, my reliance and the reliance on debt. Um, that is one element that you do not control. Um, yes, you can put a fixed, um, fixed loan for a particular amount of time, but you don't control how that increases over the years. So we were seeing that a lot of fixed term um, loans are coming up to expiry next year and the following years. You're not going to be able to dictate what those interest rates are. You are going to be able to dictate how much you need to borrow and how much you need to, to um, take in. Um, so again, careful in regards to debt. Um, and then the last thing is something that the, the budget didn't do, which you need to do in your own life is manage your income and your expenses, right? You can't survive in a place where you're spending more than you earn and you don't have an answer or how to fund that responsibly. So control your spending during this risky time, save, have money in cash, or I have money in cash for rainy days. And also the last one that I'm doing is investing a lot during this, um, during this downturn. So I've seen a real decline, me personally, in the stock market. I've been picking up quality companies, which I'm going to be continue picking up as we continue to go down. And then in 10, 20 years time, I'll be able to reap the reward of investing whilst other people are fearful. So that's my, what I'm doing at the moment. Sure. Uh, so I'll keep it uh, quite quick on, on my end. I think uh, it touches upon some of the points that everyone's mentioned, but I think during this episode, we've spoken a lot about the country's finances, right? But I think during this period, it's very important to focus on your own personal P&Ls and your personal balance sheet. So using that as a framework, if you start from the top in terms of the sales, your income, how are you going to increase your top line during this period of change? Again, this is something that you can control. You can't necessarily control a country's tax revenue. Then if you go through the P&L, in terms of the expenses that you have, are there any expenses that you can reallocate? Anything that you can shift to something that actually generates more of a return to your personal income level? I think the other element is the re research and development expenses. So this is an expense that companies spend today to make sure that their future growth is even more. So I think this is a period where rather than retreating from that line, where can you invest in terms of learning skills, in terms of learning um, different areas in terms of learning and engaging with different networks, how can you ensure that you keep your R&D expenses in line to keep investing for your development? And then, of course, the debt levels to make sure that that's um, manageable. And I think ultimately, of course, the news is interesting. You can learn a lot. We've had a really good discussion today. But what's important is how are you moving yourself forward and how are you moving your family forward as well and who you're surrounding yourself with during that period. And as long as you're in a good state and as Oli said, controlling what you can control, um, then you should be should be fine during this period. And we've survived 100% of all recessions, so I'm not concerned that we won't do it this time. Uh, so as long as we focus on that, then we should be we should be all good. Great. 
guys thank you very much for this episode listeners thank you for listening and i'll pass it on to you daniel to close us out thank you all for listening uh by the time this episode comes out on monday this week we'll have the new prime minister announced on the afternoon on 28th october so we'll wait and see who that is a uh, few people have thrown their hat in the ring but we'll wait to see who gets enough uh, votes to be uh, in contention in up whatever if that makes sense who who are the contenders uh sorry it's too early for me nevertheless we hope you've enjoyed this week's episode um catch us next week for another episode until next week stay safe and god bless and as always if you have any feedback for us find us on instagram at take flight podcast and please remember to give us a five-star review on any platform you listen to us on thank you and stay well take off take flight with you